Today, I'm giving you the real deal from a registered dietitian who knows all the ins and outs of kids' nutrient needs to share my thoughts on this question of whether or not your kid needs to take a vitamin and what they should take. Because guys, the vitamin and supplement industry is a huge money business. Huge, 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 huge. I cannot say that enough. And so it is one of those areas where you have to be really careful who you're listening to, what information you're getting, what you're trusting, what ads are being thrown your way, because I think it's like all about the money for a lot of these people. As a reminder, this is for educational purposes only. Any questions related to your child and their health, please consult with their healthcare provider. Welcome back to Feeding Toddlers Made Easy, or welcome in if you're new here. You are welcome here no matter who you are, where you are. A lot of y'all are moms, but you're not all moms, and everybody who wants to learn about feeding little kids, I'm glad you're here. I'm Casey Barnes. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have a master in clinical nutrition from UT Southwestern here in Dallas, and I just love helping people figure this stuff out for their kids because... Let me tell you, parenting is just, I think I say this like every time, (laughs) but I'm always like, it's so hard. (laughs) It's so hard. Somebody help me. So since nutrition is the thing that I can help y'all with, I'm like, please, whatever I can do to help somebody else. Here we go. If you don't already follow along, subscribe, hit that button to do that so that I'm always here when you need me. I know you're not hanging on the edge of your seat for every new episode here, but when you have that question come up about feeding your kid, you will know where to find me. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why I'm so wary of the supplement industry in general, if you didn't gather that from my intro. Just how like, how do you know even if your kid needs a multivitamin? We're going to talk about that too. And then I'm going to share some of my recommendations. You probably see vitamins, supplements, like advertised all the time. There's lots of money to be made in the supplement industry. I cannot tell you how often I get contacted by brands who have some new supplement that they want to pay me to share with my followers. And I'm very picky about what I choose to share with y'all because it's kind of the Wild West out there. The supplements, the vitamins, the supplements, they're not regulated in the same way that foods are regulated. No matter how you feel about the federal government, they do have a lot of regulations and practices in place to keep consumers safe when it comes to the food that we eat. But supplements are not regulated in this way. The FDA is not authorized to review dietary supplement products for safety and effectiveness before they are marketed. That's like a big deal, (laughs) okay? This is not about pharmaceuticals. That's a different thing altogether. I'm talking about the vitamins and supplements you can buy on Amazon or place like GNC or Target. So the things that are marketed to you as a consumer to go buy for sake of wellness or whatever. The manufacturers and the distributors are the ones who are responsible for the safety of their vitamin and supplement products before they go to market. But they don't always play by the rules. And that's that can be knowingly or unknowingly. I'm not saying that they're all bad actors out there. 
but what they say is in a product is not necessarily what's in the product. And when it comes to giving something to your kids, like you kind of want to know that you're giving them one, you want to make sure what you're paying for is what you're actually getting. And two, for their health and safety, like we want to make sure that it's the right thing. There are many brands, I don't want to sound all negative, because there are many brands who do the good, responsible thing and they get their batches third-party tested in a lab that's not owned by or affiliated with them so that they can tell consumers that their products have been tested independently so that we can have more certainty and confidence in them that their product is what it says it is um, and that it's a good quality. But it's cheaper, faster to not do that, so not all brands will. And then you're left wondering, is this product safe? Is it reputable? Does it use high-quality ingredients? Is what's listed on the label really what's inside each serving? You don't really know. But that's not common knowledge. Like, I wouldn't expect you to have already known any of this. Like, I think that we generally expect as consumers to get things that are safe and they are what they say they are. And I don't know, maybe you're more cynical than me. I know my husband is. <laughs> I generally believe like everybody's doing their best. He's like, you, you view the world too positively, Casey. Like there's bad people out there. And unfortunately there are. So I tell you all this just so that you have your guard up a little bit when you think about any vitamins or supplements for yourself or for your child. The takeaway from all of that is like, at the very least, make sure that it is third-party tested. And again, what that means is just that a lab that is not within that company and an outside unaffiliated lab is testing their products. The other thing that drives me absolutely bananas is when I see influencers who don't have any medical or nutrition education or health education. They don't have the training in the field. They don't have the credentials. And they're still recommending supplements to their followers. The only thing they know about these products is what the brand that is paying them told them to say. I'm literally banging my fist on the counter right now because that's the truth. And I don't blame the influencers because I do think they have good intentions. Like, you know, we've been told multivitamins are good for kids. And so if I'm just a mom influencer and a brand comes to me and says, hey, we have uh, the cleanest, sugar-free, no artificial colors, derived from vegetables, best multivitamin, can you share this with your audience for X dollars? Like, why wouldn't they say no? They don't know any better. I think that the influencers, like, you know, they have good intentions for the most part. They believe what the brand is telling them to be true, but you should always take a beat as somebody who's consuming this, you know, you're watching these influencers. Ask yourself, is this a topic that I'd consider this influencer an expert on? Are they only sharing their own personal experience? Do I know that what they're saying is true? These are the type of things to be thinking about. It can be easy to just get wrapped up in like, oh, they say this is good. I think it would probably be good. Let me get it. But hold on a minute. Do they actually have knowledge on this topic to be giving out this recommendation? And maybe I should do a little bit more investigation myself. When it comes to your kids' health and well-being, I feel like it's worth it to take that extra step 
and figure out, like, is this actually the right thing or is it not? Let's talk about does every child need a multivitamin? And the flat-out answer to that is no. Not every child is going to need a multivitamin, and not every child should have one. Even if they don't need it, you might think, well, it's probably still beneficial, but that's not necessarily true. We want to prioritize food first. And listen, I have a child who has been historically very picky. If you've been around for a minute, you know that. So I know that it's not possible or easy to give them the perfect diet, but that's where we want to try first. The other thing is that it can be just a waste of money for expensive pee. Yes, you heard me right. Urine, pee, that when they have these multivitamins that have high amounts of vitamins that they're already getting in their diet, they're going to excrete or urinate out the excess. It's not going to help them in any way. How do you know if they need one? Okay, are they lacking food groups? So say they have less than two servings a day of fruits or vegetables. It doesn't, they don't have to eat both fruits and vegetables because they're going to get the same nutrients in both. But if they have less than, say, two servings a day of those, and they're not eating fortified foods daily, like Cheerios, Cheerios have pretty much like what's in a multivitamin if you look at it. So they're not doing fruits and vegetables, really. They're not eating those fortified foods daily, and they're not taking a supplement like a complete nutrition shake, like a Pediasure or something like that. If they're not meeting those things, then I'd say, yes, a multivitamin is probably a good idea. The other thing is just, are they extremely picky? And you're like, I I don't even know what variety of food groups we're getting in. Like, I'm very concerned. Then yes, try a a multivitamin. Are they vegan or vegetarian or have food allergies that severely limit their diet? That might also be a reason to explore a multivitamin. In general, though, you're usually better off targeting specific vitamins and minerals that they might be lacking if they overall eat a fairly balanced diet. Not the perfect diet, doesn't need to be perfect, but overall, like, fairly balanced. The thing that's interesting about multivitamins is that they usually don't have the things that your kids are not getting enough of. I'm going to walk through the common vitamins, minerals that I find kids tend to be low in. It's usually not what's in the multivitamin. So for example, if you have a kid who's not having dairy daily, usually they're not getting enough calcium. That's not always true. You might be like, Casey, I am so on top of those non-dairy calcium sources. Don't come at me. Then great. You're in a great place. But if they're not having dairy and they're not doing like the calcium fortified orange juice and tofu and those other things that you're like counting up the calcium, it can be harder to get. We want them to get enough calcium so that they reach their full height potential. Don't misunderstand that as me saying more calcium will be taller. Like, no, (laughs) you got to make sure that they just hit their requirements and that's going to help their body to get where it is genetically predetermined to go. But we want to make sure that they're getting enough. Too much calcium can potentially be harmful. So if you think that they might be in need of a calcium supplement, then talk to the doctor about a proper dosage, 
I'll link my Amazon shop in the show notes. I have a liquid calcium that has a little magnesium in it too that I like, but you know, I can't tell you how much your child needs because I don't know what they're eating. So that's one to take a look at, but follow up with the doctor for the dosage that they recommend. Okay. Iron is next. Iron is one that they typically, not typically, I shouldn't say that. Iron is one that kids who don't eat meat or don't eat meat regularly have a harder time getting. And this is something that you usually don't find in a multivitamin either. You're not going to find it in a gummy multivitamin, especially because it doesn't taste good. Iron tastes bad as a supplement. (laughs) You don't notice it in food. The best sources of iron for the body are the heme, H-E-M-E, little science lesson for you. Heme iron sources, that's in red meat, chicken, turkey, fish. And then we have non-heme iron sources from vegetarian sources like beans, lentils, tofu. Both are good. Heme iron is best absorbed by the body. If you're like, um, none of the above are things that my child eats, neither the meat or the fish, or the beans, or the lentils, okay, then an iron supplement might be helpful. But again, there are some foods that are fortified with it, like Cheerios. But if they're not eating iron-rich foods regularly, a supplement might be needed. This is something also you could discuss with a pediatrician if they want to test their iron levels through their blood work if you're concerned that they don't get enough. It can lead to an iron deficiency anemia if they're regularly not getting enough in their diet, and you might notice something like pale skin, or they seem just really tired or low energy for, you know, not just a day, but over time you're noticing that. Or even if they want to eat things like dirt or ice, obviously toddlers like to put many, many things in their mouths. So don't panic if they occasionally grab a fistful of dirt and taste it. That doesn't necessarily mean they're iron deficient. But if you do have a concern, it's never wrong to mention it to the pediatrician. The third nutrient that I often find kids lacking in that's not in a multivitamin is omega-3s, specifically DHA. That's a type of, a specific type of omega-3 fatty acid. I could talk about this for an entire episode, but we're not going to do that right now. So that is, DHA is like the big guns when it comes to brain and central nervous system development in your baby and your toddler. Foods like sardines and salmon, those are good ways to get DHA, great ways to get DHA, but most kids don't eat fish regularly. And if they do eat it regularly, like at least two times a week, you're in good shape. But if they don't, you need to consider things like DHA-fortified milk. Flax seeds, chia seeds, those are not necessarily DHA. Like once we get into seeds, it's a different type of omega-3, but it's, it's still great. Still really important to have walnuts. Or you might try a DHA supplement. A lot of them don't taste very good, I'll be honest. Like, if you think about, like, fish oil, like, it's usually not. It's usually not super tasty. But I really like, there's something that I use a lot for my kids is that it's a mix of a flaxseed and a chia seed. It's called, the brand is Tiny Sprouts. They're pretty new. They make products specifically for kids. They have this digestion booster, which is this ground chia and flax blend. 
chia seeds don't have to be ground for your kid to get the benefit from them nutritionally. Flax seeds do have to be ground. And I really like the ground seed blend because you can mix it into so many things without them like noticing or caring. I don't like the texture of chia seeds themselves. Like I'm not into that. But ground up, it's totally fine. It's not an issue. So this Tiny Sprouts Digestion Booster also is good for constipation. So if that's a problem, definitely check it out. I'll link it in the show notes. They have it on Amazon. And and again, there's different ways you can go about it. But if you have a little one, especially if they're under two, I would really think about seeing how you can get some DHA into their diet, whether it's a combination of like DHA fortified milk, the seeds that I mentioned, then you probably don't need to do a supplement. Um, And like I said, the supplements are like kind of yucky. If anyone finds one that's good, I'm here to hear it. But I just haven't experienced one. And the last uh, vitamin that I find that kids are often lower on is vitamin D. Vitamin D is not really found in foods. It's You've probably heard it called the sunshine vitamin because we can get it from the sun. I do have a a whole blog post on this, so I'll link that in the show notes as well if you want to learn more about vitamin D and which ones that I recommend supplement-wise. But you can get it from the sun. It depends on your child's skin tone, how much they can absorb from their sun and how long it takes. It also depends on where you live, how close or far you are from the equator what time of the year it is, how much sunscreen they have on. So, and a lot of times we do load our kids up in sunscreen because we want to prevent them from getting skin cancer, which definitely is a priority. So don't skip the sunscreen, just get their vitamin D. I rather you look for a supplement rather than like risk them getting sunburn. So, but they're not every multivitamin is going to have a good amount of vitamin D in there. Like, I would want them to get about 400 IU, that's international units, it's just how you're going to see them, right? The amount, 400 to 600 IUs. This is something that I typically do more in the wintertime. Like I'll, I'll give my kids a supplement and myself a supplement more when I know that we're not getting outside. So, you know, consider it, talk to your pediatrician don't take this as medical advice because, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. But that's my thoughts on the vitamin D. So those are the ones that I often find that kids might be low in, depends on their diet. It's like so hard for me to give out this advice to everybody because every kid is different. If they're not eating a couple of servings of fruit and vegetables daily, It's going to be other things that they're low on, like potassium, for example, that you would find in a multivitamin. So I'm not saying it's never helpful. And I have used multivitamins occasionally, like when my kids are sick and barely eating or when Teddy was being super picky, I was using a multivitamin then. Or say it's like Christmas break and I know that my kids are surviving on like cinnamon rolls and bacon. But it's now, it's not part of our everyday routine because my kids do eat a good variety of foods. And I know that those things that they're getting in a multivitamin, I don't really need to supplement. I will also say that I think for a while, I just was like scared to not give them one when Teddy was really picky. Like, I think I 
was like I hadn't really fully looked into what was in the multivitamin, which is like a little embarrassing to say as a dietitian. But it was one of those things where it was like, you know, your your mom gave you multivitamin. It like sounds like a good idea. And so I just did. And now that I've really dug into like what exactly is in most multivitamins for kids, where else are they getting these nutrients? It's not only till I did all of that that I really realized like, oh, this might actually not be as necessary as I thought it was. And I, I think that's okay to learn that. But it, it's just something that like I kind of took as a given. Like, yeah, kids have multivitamins, you know? It wasn't until I really, really looked at it that I found out more. So now it's like if you can walk through every food group and say, yes, my child eats those things most days. Like they eat meat at least a few times a week or beans and lentils most days. Uh, they eat fruits or vegetables or both daily. They eat fish once or twice a week. They have dairy, like, uh, you know, two servings a day maybe. They have nuts and seeds. They eat whole grains. Like, if you can check off all those boxes, a multivitamin is probably just not worth your money, to be completely honest with you. And it's not going to give them any extra protection, like, against sickness or boost their immunity or boost their health in any way because their body, it doesn't give out extra credit. It's like if you're filling up a pool with water and you fill it all the way, like, you're good. You fill it higher, you know, to the very top. And it's not helpful. It's actually now just spilling over and the water splashing all over the deck. We're just losing it out of the pool. It, it's kind of like that with the multivitamin. Like we fill our needs and then like your, your body can't do anything with the extra. It gets rid of it. So it, your body's really smart. Your kids' bodies are really smart. It's not a bad thing to be thinking about how to get them exactly what they need. It might just not be with a multivitamin. I do have a blog post on all of this that I'll link in the show notes because I realize this is like, this is kind of information heavy. There's a lot to take in here. So there is a whole blog post on this and you can look through that, spend some more time deciding like which if any supplements or little one needs. I just, I feel like, you know, you might feel like you're not fulfilling your parent job if you don't give them a multivitamin, kind of like what I was saying before of how I just... I just thought that's something you do, right? Or maybe you just feel like you're doing a better job when you do give them one. But there's like nothing magical about the vitamin C or the vitamin A that's in a multivitamin, no matter the brand and how elite it looks. The best place is always going to be the food itself to get these vitamins. The supplements are like a backup or an as-needed measure. It's not the gold standard. Like food is the gold standard. That being said, don't feel badly about having to use supplements to meet your child's needs if you have to. Like you can't force them to eat a well-balanced diet. You can offer it, but even that is pretty hard to do all the time. Let's wrap it up. Here's our takeaways. Your child's multivitamin might be giving them expensive pee. It might be filling gaps in their diet. It depends on what their typical diet is like. If you're dealing with picky eating and that is a stressor for you with them not eating the foods that you want them to eat, I want you to go to mominosnutrition.com right now and click on the link in the very top bar. 
here is where you can get a free picky eater starter guide. And I also want you to know that I have a course too for picky eaters. It's called Simple Steps to Picky Wins, which will take your little one from just looking at foods, maybe throwing the foods to actually tasting and eating them to increase their variety and get them to eat vegetables if that's something they still turn their nose up at completely. At the end of the day, it's about reducing your stress too because feeding kids is a full-time job. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And when you have a picky eater, it's like you're putting in overtime every single day. You don't have to stay stuck there. So please let me help you. Thank you so much for listening today. I know nutrition can be a confusing topic. It can maybe feel a little overwhelming at some times too, but aiming for that good variety in their diet is like the first place to focus. If you're like, I can't think about anything else, then think about that variety and how you can get a variety of foods in them. If you need ideas on feeding them healthy meals, I have so many for you on my website and I have these really great guides for like easy healthy meals so if you go to my shop you'll see that I have every meal covered snack time covered so that you don't have to stress out about it I gave you all the ideas all right I'll talk with you next week